Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 96 of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Really quickly, I want to give a shout out to Greg, also known as Chef Nuji Bear, also known as The White Wonder, also known as... <laughs> I made that last one up. I don't think he's ever been called... I don't think he's ever been called The White Wonder, but... uh <laughs> Do you think that's appropriate to call somebody that? Um, this is my friend Greg, the White Wonder. Um, what would be funny is if Greg was black, and then I called him the White Wonder. <laughs> I feel like that would be something that'd be like, I feel like there's a story behind this nickname. No, I'm giving him a shout out because he's uh, he's training for the marathon, the New York City Marathon. Oh, uh, okay. And this morning was his 20 miler that he had to do. Um, and I met up with him for about i want to say like two three miles um he said to be at a certain corner for at like eight fifteen, and i was there waiting and then he once he like turned the corner and he called out my name we sort of just started running yeah i kept a like an eight twenty pace which is kind of slow for him but it's like a decent pace for me where because we were talking and i oh, usually wow. don't talk during my runs but how this is the wh- which mile was that for him like how far into it was he he was like seven Jeez. No. Just having was, a casual conversation. I think it was like eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> just a casual conversation, yeah, slowing, we down, slowing down. Slowing down. Talking about uh, an upcoming dinner at Blue Hill at Stone Barns that we're doing. Uh, we talked about uh, the NFL lines, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was real casual. Um, I'm just happy that, I, that we got to run together. Um, we had our, another friend, Pat, join him for like the earlier leg for five. And I joined him for three going up the West Side Highway. And then I just turned around at around like 27th or 28th Street or something like that. I just turned back around and ran home. All in all, it took about an hour, I want to say. Um, maybe 45. I don't really know. Um, but I ran like six six and change this morning. Oh, wow. So I felt good. Bit. Felt real good. Um, it was nice and cool outside. It's going to be a warm week, but I um, just really wanted to quickly give a a shout out you know i feel like you got a shout out or two or three every single week nowadays yeah Uh, i'm still i'm still waiting to give my first shout out i think i mean i don't know if i've given a shout out yet listen you can save your shout outs all right but sometimes you just gotta shout out the shout out i'm very stingy with my shout outs like i'm stingy with my likes on facebook or my my upvotes on reddit you know like i don't just go around giving upvotes on reddit for example oh no 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 i'm very very uh do you do something different do you do something different between upvoting something in reddit and saving something in reddit uh i tend to not save too much on reddit a lot of the stuff that i save is probably accidental <laughs> okay. i'm trying to i'm trying to check right now to see accidentally what nsfw stuff i get it <laughs> i get it it's uh because because like when, when you browse your phone the save button i think is right there on my app at least mm-hmm. and so every now and then i i've caught myself like downloading stuff by accident just because my finger accidentally hits the down button you know on the yeah. left side of the screen you see that um, nsfw tag and you go I'm, let, me, let me accidentally download this real quick and i'll no like downvote downvote not oh, download. Da- oh, that's a download i was like oh, okay okay <laughs> taking this to the next level i get it <laughs> No, I'm looking at my I'm looking at the safe stuff right now on my sub on my uh on my account and I don't necessarily recognize a lot of this stuff, so it's a bit interesting. Um pretty sure some of this stuff is accidental. Yeah. 
Some of it isn't. Some of it's actually legit downloaded or, or uh, saved. But, like, Japanese live streamer accidentally burns his house down. I don't think I intentionally saved that. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's, let's sort of get, get to it. When when I was in Sweden, a uh, good friend, Kaylin Garrison, shout out to, to Garrison. Uh, that's number two. That's number two. All these are important, though. All right, don't ever forget. I hope you're keeping a list of all the shoutouts. You start doing some over unders on your shoutouts for the week, you know. I think I think. Oh, well, you're you're inten- you're you're incre- you'd be incredibly biased uh, on on that number because you just start giving shoutouts left and right. You're yeah. like, Rez, I'm feeling like over ten today. Yeah. Like, well, I think I think the standard line should be set at two and a half. <laughs> you know, that way two or three, you're that, that's the line. You know. Mm-hmm. And you can't. I can't really just like give a sh- like a half shout out and you just stop. Right, like shout out to. You know, but that, that doesn't work. Oh, God, shoot, I forgot who I was going to shout out. All yeah. Right. But uh, also, if I shout out to the same person twice, does that count as one shout out or two shout outs? Two. It's got to be two. If you do it like two different points in the podcast. Oh, okay. Two. But if it's like the same, like, same breath, same thought, we're okay. Y- yeah. Yeah. It'd be a little weird, really. But like, sh- shout out to John. Well, can, can and shout, shout out to John out, again. Well, can I shout out to John for two things that he did? Uh, this is, this is, I, I, I don't think so. No, okay. I th- I'm gonna still count this as one. I feel like you're applying your stinginess onto me now, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't do anything. I'm just um, saying. This this is just how I feel. Listen, how I feel right now. Stop stop hating. No. So so Caitlin Garrison. Shout out to Caitlin Garrison. Um, she showed me this website that I I had done a long time ago, but totally forgotten about it. Um, there's this website out there called 16personalities.com and it, and it take, what it does is it takes your standard Myers-Briggs test, you know, the INFJ, the ENFP, all that stuff. Um, and asks a little bit more pointed questions, a little bit more, um, questions that are on a spectrum instead of like a yes or no. Uh, it's sort of like a strongly agree to strongly disagree. Right. And then what it does is at the very end, it, it spits out uh, a personality type and then it deep dives into everything from like your, the way you deal with friends, to the way you deal in relationships, like your hopes and dreams and all that stuff. I figured we'd do that today. Okay. Let's get to know good. each other. <laughs> a little better. A little better. Just a little better. All right. So I sent the link to you. I got the link. Got the link. Open up the link. Link's already open. All right. The question is. When you scroll down on that on that page, do you see the first question? Yep. Well, the first statement. What is your first statement? You find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people. Okay, let's do this. So I guess we can do it together. So okay. like you read it and then you tell me if you agree and I'll tell you if I disagree type of thing. Like okay, because there's like uh you can see like there's a spectrum right of like strongly agree to strongly disagree. Yeah. So so for the listeners, there are seven options. Um. Where the fourth option, so you could think of this like as what I'll say negative three to, to, to positive three, where zero is neither or, or neither nor, either or. Yeah. And you can either be, you know, three, two, one agree or three, two, one disagree. So just various levels of agreement or disagreement. Perfect. And so. Do I find it difficult to dis- to introduce myself to people, especially if it's a cold introduction? Like if it's if it's just straight up me walking up to somebody, which is how I'm gonna take this, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say it's a one on the disagree. Now, I want to go ahead and point out something really quickly. Oh, um, Jesus. No, no, no. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the Myers-Briggs the personality test. I've heard that those can vary greatly, just not even not even like week to – well, let's just say like week to week or month to month because um, your like day-to-day emotions can, can trigger or can affect how you answer those questions, which is what I think is interesting about this 16 personalities one because – it gives it to you on a spectrum. It's not just a simple yes or no. I still think that this can vary, or I, I would guess that this could vary day to day. But I'm going to go ahead and say just uh, I'm going to say a, a, a plus one on the disagree. Okay. Um, I'm going to say plus one on the agree. Okay. I'm actually I've already done this and I already have my uh, my results, so I'm just going to listen to you do it. <laughs> okay. So the next question is, you yep. often get so lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think I'm going to say, again, a plus one on disagree because I can, I can definitely get lost in my thoughts. You know, you get lost in those super intense daydreams. Oh, yeah. You know, those times you're like sitting in class, right? Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. like, all right, all right, here's this classroom, right? Here's the layout. No windows. We're in the center of a uh, building. I'm already, one, I'm already one, tired. One entrance to this class. There's a single door. And all of a sudden, you start having these crazy daydreams, these super vivid daydreams about like a gunner just busting into the oh, door. Jesus of the class, right? Christ! And ha- and then and then in this daydream, you save everyone. But how do you go about saving everyone, Sandy? When you're on the other side of the classroom, you're you're like a good fifty feet away from the front door, and you ain't got no UAV up. <laughs> <laughs> no UAV, no VSAT. You're blind. This is so hardcore. All, so, no so HUD. All of a sudden, you got you got to break you got to break through fifty feet. To, from from where you are to this gunner because there's no really other there's no real other option right right there's no escape there's no other exit right and presumably he's just going to start going off on everybody he or she's going to start going you're off just, on you're just, everybody and, and, and in this vivid daydream you just don't take one to the face right like no 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 <laughs> you you throw your laptop at him, right you throw your laptop across room because you know who who, who cares at this point <laughs> so you throw your laptop at him i hope you cleared your uh Actually, no, you're fine. Because if you throw your laptop and they shoot the laptop, I guess your browser history is <laughs> is still safe. That's always got to be. That's like one of those new age things where like a best friend or a close friend deletes your browser history. Oh yeah, you know. Ooh. Yeah, and in the event that you take a hard L, the hardest of L's, which sounds like <laughs> your laptop just took in this vivid daydream. Oh yeah, most definitely. But right. but honestly, like fifty feet's a long. It's a lot of distance to break. Fifty through. feet is a long, lot of distance. So you might have to grab another laptop off off the desk of somebody else. And like while you're, you're just doing a, that, you get, a laptop ninja. Yeah, yeah. Flinging so just, laptop stars. <laughs> just just flick your laptop back at this at this gunner. Your laptops are heavy. Yeah, I know, but you just you got to do what you got to do. That's and why you save yourself and save everyone. Because because in this daydream, you save everyone. Okay. So, so these are the types of daydreams that I might get caught up with every now and again. I will tell you this. That my might... answer, my answer to this one, you often get so lost in thoughts you ignore or forget your surroundings. That's a plus, either a plus two or a plus three agree for me. <laughs> every day so, that I walk to, uh, to work. Yeah. And I'm listening to a podcast or whatever. I have, I can like picture the exact route I'm going to take in every block. I, I, you know, I can name every block that uh that I'll that I'll pass from home to the office. Right. But I couldn't tell you like what happened that day on my walk up. The world just becomes like a blur. I just shut it out. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. I figured that your answer was going to be like that, and I, I figured it was going to be because of your walks. And I think if I were walking to work, it would be a lot similar. Um, when I was in Seattle, it may have been a bit like that for me, but because I drive to work, just my my general um, day-to-day activities nowadays don't really provide the opportunity to get lost in my sure. thoughts like that, I guess. Well, I hope you wouldn't get lost To the point where I'm doing my surroundings. Driving. What's that? I hope you wouldn't get lost while you were driving. Oh yeah, yeah. When I'm driving, it's it's like, so when I'm driving, I'll I sometimes listen to podcasts, I sometimes listen to music, but either way, um, the road's the priority, and so a lot of times, which is one of the things I like about my podcast manager is that if I hit the rewind or if I hit the rewind button on my um in my car, it just backtracks like 15 seconds. Yeah. And so I use that button a lot because I get caught up on the road. Like if something happens, or whatever i i um i could just easily rewind so i make use that's of that good. a lot so that's actually why i'm basing my answer on that and that's why i'm giving myself a plus one in the disagree cool let's go let's go to the next one all right yeah uh you try to respond to your emails as soon as as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox so definitely can't stand a messy inbox definitely want to reply to emails as soon as possible but sometimes you get those emails where you're just like, eh, it doesn't require an immediate response. So I just kind of let it sit, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for this one, I think I'm going to go with a plus one, agree, maybe, yeah, plus one agree. I was thinking if I should do plus one or plus two. I definitely don't, I definitely can't stand a messy inbox. I, I can't stand to have like new email. So my um all my all my emails that i use day to day like my work email my gmail my personal email those all have zero new emails like unread emails um but if i respond immediately it kind of depends on the situation i was a plus 3 agree okay i f- i figured you might be as, yeah. so i i figured you were going to be plus 3 or plus 2 got i got to get those out yeah i i, I was, i'm i was teething on plus 2 or plus 1 um probably Maybe closer to plus two, but I'm gonna stick with plus one. All right, let's go to the next uh, one. You find it easy to stay relaxed and focused even when there is some pressure. Definitely a plus two. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I could definitely even see myself saying plus. I'm gonna go plus three. Plus three. Ooh, I'm a, I'm yeah. a plus one. Disagree. Really? Yeah. When there's pressure, I, I, I guess focus is what I feel. I definitely don't feel relaxed. I feel mm. like a, a very energetic hum. Like, I know there's work to be done. I'm cranking. I'm working. There's sort of that intense focus. I can't say it's a relaxed feeling. You're right. You're right. I've scaled it back to plus two again because you're right. Relax is a hard one to fit. Definitely feel stressed. Definitely feel the pressure. And I'm definitely focused, but, yeah, not completely relaxed. Yeah. Uh, You do not usually initiate conversations. Um, So... This is kind of similar to the first question where it was to introduce yourself to people where I was, where I kind of, I'm just going to assume something. Mm -hmm. So when they say, um, initiate conversations, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is not a stranger. Cause if it's a stranger, I find it a little more difficult to initiate the conversation. But if it's just a friend or someone like an acquaintance, an acquaintance, right. Then, then I want to say that like 75% of the time. 60% 60% of the time, maybe like if it's, I'll say if it's an acquaintance, I'll, I'll initiate it more often than the other person. If it's a friend, it's kind of, it can, it can be 50, 50. I'm going to go ahead and say, um, says you do not. So I'm going to go ahead and say plus two disagree. Cause I, I feel like I'm usually the one to initiate. Yeah. I'm plus, I'll, I'll do plus one plus two disagree. I'll do plus one. 
I mean, the last one on this page, you rarely do something just out of sheer, sheer curiosity. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say plus two, plus two agree. Oh, yeah, I'll do plus one agree. All right, let's I go to like the... I feel like there are definitely things that I'm curious about, and I'm just like, eh. eh. I'll remain curious about it. Yeah, there's a YouTube video <laughs> out there. I'm fine. Um, all right, let's go to next. All right. You, f- you feel superior to other people. Ooh, let it out. Wow. I was my my instinct wants to say disagree, but <clears throat> you know I feel like I probably really do. Like if I'm gonna be honest with myself, yeah, let's be honest <clears throat> with these, with ourselves here. I think I want to feel. I think I want to disagree, mm-hmm. but I think that I definitely, honestly, do feel superior to some to some people. I'm gonna go ahead and say plus one agree. Okay, I'll say plus one agree. Um, being organized is more important to you than being adaptable, huh? That's interesting. I'm a plus two agree on that. I like being super yeah. organized. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the plus two agree. It's it's it, it's so like I'm, I'm I was wondering what they were getting at, or I was thinking of of the 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 uh, the context of adaptable, and. But but regardless, yeah, I, I can't I can't stand like messy environments, um, especially if it's my personal space. Like there are some times where I can be messy, but there are other times where um, if something is even slightly out of place, I get like this ridiculous urge to fix it as soon mm-hmm. as I can. And it's like it's I want to say it's like an itch, but it's not even like an itch. It's like a an anger <laughs> that if this doesn't get Uh-oh. fixed, it's just like a buildup of just emotions, and it's it's got to get handled. Okay. I hear you. You are usually highly motivated and energetic. Wow. Um, I'm usually highly motivated. I'm not very... I don't feel like I'm always super energetic. I'm going to go with the neutral on this one. Ooh, try to avoid the neutrals. Try to avoid the neutrals? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's one of the things they say at the very top. Oh, I missed that then. All right. Try not to leave neutrals in your answer. All right. I'm going to go with a plus one agree then. Yeah. I'm a plus one. I'm a plus... I'm a plus one agree. Winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset. I'm a plus two disagree. I'm a... Let's see. I'm a plus one agree. Okay. Um, you often feel as if you have to justify yourself to other people. There's a plus two agree for me. I always feel like I gotta tell people what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, I think I'm a, I think I'm a plus one agree. That's like uh, to me. That's like the Dave Chappelle skit where he goes, uh, calling all cars, calling all cars. We're looking for a blackmail between four eleven and six nine. And it's like, wasn't me. I was jerking off in the window. Nope, the time. <laughs> the time. <laughs> He goes, no, it couldn't be Dave. He was jerking off in the window. Two thirty-eight. He had that morning's paper. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, your your home and work environments are quite tidy. Tidy. Uh, that's definitely a plus two agree. Yeah, it can definitely be a bit tidier. Yeah, plus two. So, not going to go all the way. Yeah, it's between two. Sometimes you get you know a few stretches where it's at three, but it's yeah. definitely a hard two. Yeah. All right. Next. So the next question is. You do not mind being at the center of attention. 
so for this one, I definitely don't mind being at the center of attention. So I'm gonna go with um, plus two agree. Okay, I'm plus. I'm probably plus two agree. Wait. Um. Wait, wait, wait. Hmm. What? I do. Uh, sorry, I I misread that. I thought you do not mind. I don't. I don't mind not being at the center of attention. Is how I read it. So you do mind being at the center. I definitely do mind being at the center. Don't. So you're don't you're realize. you're more of a disagree guy. I'm more of a disagree guy. I'm but I'm more yeah. of a plus one disagree. I don't necessarily I'll plus one agree. I don't like. I, I'm okay ish with it, but uh, I prefer if the center of attention was not on me. Fair enough. Fair enough. You consider yourself more practical than creative. Oh, definitely. That's a plus two agree for me. Yeah, I'm probably a plus three agree on that. People can rarely upset you. <laughs> it's a plus three disagree. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm, I feel like people are always upsetting me. I'm I'm a I'm a plus two disagree. I I but um but yes, people can definitely upset you. It's it's it's. I don't want to say it's not it's it's easy to upset me, but it's not like it's impossible to upset me. Certainly, things that people yeah. can do that can upset me. So yeah, so yeah. I can I can upset you right now yeah. just by saying certain people are better than you at video games. <laughs> we'll start a fight. <laughs> I'll, I'll I I can I can agree with that statement to a certain degree. I mean, you can say one name if you compare me to somebody that we play used to play video games with. Oh, you know, I'll fly out the handle. Yeah, you do every single time. It makes me laugh every time. It's great. Every time, it's, it's a visceral reaction. It's hilarious. All right, your travel plans are usually well thought out. Plus three agree. I knew you, I knew you were a plus three agree, and if I'm the one if I'm the one planning things, man, it's not gonna be well planned out. No, <laughs> I know you. It's a pl- I know you. Like a plus, we'll be we'll be lucky if we get there. That's like a that's that is a really neutral one for me, but I do still generally plan some stuff out. But I'm I'm more of like kind of like a go with the flow type of guy. So, but but my more you recent doing vacations, no planning. yeah, my more recent vacations have been have been better planned out. But that's also because it's been Lena, you know initiating that but i'm gonna go with plus one agree it is often difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings uh no no not at all that's a plus plus three yeah for sure uh your mood can change very quickly yep plus two agree i'm a plus one uh hmm Hmm. I'm, i'm between plus one and plus two i'm gonna go with the plus one that was my first instinct i'll just stick with it uh, in a discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivities. That's uh, it's going to depend on what you're talking about, but in general, I feel like that's a plus two agree. You know, I'm a plus two agree. Yeah, I don't. I feel like uh, mm, plus three agree. <laughs> plus three agree. Um, you rarely worry about how your actions affect other people. Oh, I definitely, I definitely worry about how my actions affect other people. That's a, that's a plus, uh, that's a plus three disagree. That's probably a plus one disagree for me, only because I definitely share your same sort of energy towards like worrying about other people. But at the same time, I, w- I tend to forget that I've done things mm. or we've had conversations with people. Yeah. So that's why it's, I can't say like, you know, it, I'm always remembering stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, next one. Your work style is closer to random energy spikes than to do a methodical and, and organized approach. It's a plus two agree. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, as as much as I don't like that, that's more of a plus to agree for me. Yeah. Every now and again, you, you you find yourself on Reddit for like an hour, and you're like, oh shoot, maybe I should do a little bit of work, and you, you and then you do like thirty minutes of solid strong work, then you take lunch, which sends you on that downward spiral of Reddit and YouTube videos again, you know? Yeah, oh, I hear you. You are often envious of others. That's a minus. That's a plus to disagree for me. That's a probably a plus to agree. Interesting. Yeah. An interesting book or video game is often better than a social event. Oh, that's a plus two agree, dude. I'm not going to lie that's about that. That's a plus that. three agree. <laughs> How's that a plus two agree for you? Are you going to sit here in front, in front of everybody that's only a plus two agree for you? Get that. Get out of here. <laughs> well, this, you know, every every now and again, every now and again, you have fun at those social events. And, and you come home, and then you come home, and you get right back into that game or that book. Now, if I'm reading a really good book, man, good luck. I'm gone. I'm off. I'm off the radar forever. Yeah, no, I hear you. That I mean, when I was, I remember the last book that did that to me was The Martian. I would come home and read and forget that that's, I didn't eat dinner. That's so funny because I was literally thinking the same thing. I literally have. I was. I was telling um, Lena and I can't remember who else we were talking to about this, but um, last summer when I was in Seattle, I flew through The Martian in about forty-eight to maybe. I want to say 48 to 60 hours. I finished that book. I was off of work for a week. I had a week off and I I sat down. I opened the book up. I rented it from like a library or something. Maybe I bought it. I can't remember anymore, but I sat down and I couldn't do anything but read. I remember like Mm -hmm. just reading through lunch. I woke up in the morning. I would eat breakfast. I would sit down on my computer to do some like research work. and And I ended up reading for like five or six hours straight take a break to get some lunch, come back, read for like another five hours and make dinner, read more, go to bed, repeat the next day. Such a good book. Yeah. Such a good book. <laughs> um, being able to develop a plan and stick to it is the most important part of every project. Oh, wow. I definitely think that's that's very agreeable. Um, is it the most important part of every project? I'm gonna go with the plus two agree because I feel like there's always audibles that need to be made. Right. And um yeah. I'm a I'm a plus one agree. Okay. You rarely get carried away by fantasies and ideas. Well that's a disagree. Well that's a huge disagree for me after <laughs> based on our discussion after question two or three. Yeah, you, you <laughs> toss a toss a laptop like a like a ninja out here. I get really I get really carried away with them, clearly. That's got clearly to, just based on that fantasy alone. That has to be a plus two, plus three disagree for me. Uh, that, for me, it's absolutely it's a plus three disagree. <laughs> oh man! Despite the fact that I only gave myself like a plus two for that other question. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna we'll, we'll get it right. Got to get it right. <laughs> you often find yourself lost in thought when you're walking in nature. Uh, hard hard agree. That's yeah, a plus right? three agree. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. If someone does not respond to your email quickly, you start worrying if you said something wrong. So I worry if I, if I sent it in the first place. Like, could I cl- save his draft? <laughs> I will. That's a plus two agree for me. Yeah, that's a plus two agree for me, especially if it's a, if it's like an urgent email. You're like, why? We were, it's like, it's like a text message, right? You're like, yeah, like we were email. just talking. Yeah, I emailed you. You emailed me. I emailed you. You emailed me. I emailed you. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Like three hours later, still nothing. Yeah. As a parent, you would rather see your child grow up uh, kind than smart. Oh, man. Well, I'm not a parent, Ooh. so it's hard to say. But, but. Kind I or th- smart? 
I, I, yeah, it's really hard because you need you need you definitely need both. You definitely need both. But what would you prefer? I feel like smart gets you further in life, man. You know, Russ has got a dumb dumb baby. Yeah, you don't want a dumb baby. Like, oh, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want a kind. Do you want a kind but dumb baby? Like, no. You 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 can't make it in life on just on just kind. You know. Right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a plus. I'm gonna go with the plus two agree. I think. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait sorry, wait, disagree. Wait, wait. Disagree, no, no, disagree. No, no, no. Plus two disagree. Right. Plus two disagree. You do not let other people influence your actions. That's probably a a minus one disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. As much as you don't like to admit that, right? Right. Uh, your dreams tend to focus on the on real on the real world and its events. Oh, I mean. <laughs> So do they mean so dreams as in like you know Martin Luther King like this is my this is my dream this is what I hope for in the future or do they mean like dreams as in daydreams and and nighttime dreams when you're just kind of imagining things? Let's go with the daydream, buddy. Daydream. I mean, technically, my daydreams are realistic in a sense. (laughs) Yeah, but but they're clearly highly unlikely. Um. But they are the real world. Like I'm not dreaming about like dragons and unicorns and stuff. So no. So so I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the plus one agree because I feel like this can be interpreted in a few different ways, and I want to be a little safe here. Okay, let's go to the next page. What what's your answer for that one? Probably plus one. Disagree. Okay. I like thinking about dragons. <laughs> uh, it does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workplace? That's a hard question for me to answer because I haven't had too many new workplaces. What about... Oh, okay. But but based on, so like, you know, working at, you know, doing internships and yeah. you know, starting starting up my, my new research position, I can definitely see it being a little more difficult for me to get involved in social activities because I do feel like it's getting involved with new with like a group of friends that already, you know, kind of have their niche, so to speak. And yep. so I do feel like it can be a little difficult for me to do it. And it's, maybe that's one thing I need to work on in the future. So I'm going to go ahead and say uh, plus two disagree. Uh, yep. I uh, completely share that. Whenever I'm at a new place, it usually takes me a little bit to uh, get comfortable um, in like hanging out with people and get into the social scene and whatnot. Yeah. You're more of a natural improviser than a careful planner. Uh Plus one agree. Plus two agree for me. I was going to say it could be plus Whoa, two agree for me. But yeah. plus, plus one disagree. No, I'm disagree. sorry. I read okay. that wrong. I'm much more of a planner. Oh, whoops. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm an improviser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you are be. an improviser? I think so. I think it, it depends. Like, if you're thinking work, then yeah, it's it's maybe a little more planning. But in general life, I improvise a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. Your emotions control you more than you control them. It's a plus two agree. I remember that. You, I remember that was kind of your answer when we did the personality test on this one, and I was yeah. more of a disagree. And I think I still am, but I'm going to go with a plus one disagree on this one. Okay. You enjoy going to social events that involve dress up or role play activities. Oh, well, when I saw dress up, I thought they were talking about like, you know, you, you, throwing on that suit, Sandy. But yeah, that's how I'm interpreting is that how it. How you interpret it? When they say like yeah. dress up or role play, I. I'm feeling, I feel like it means like 
dress up in like a princessy outfit, you know, like a, oh, like a Halloween, like a Halloween outfit. outfit type of thing. You know, I don't mess with Halloween. Oh yeah, because you're scared of it, right? First of all, <laughs> first of all, don't. All right, first of all, yes, terrified. Second of all, I just don't feel like the amount of effort it takes to get dressed up, uh, I get any sort of benefit out of it. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. That's it. That's how you feel. Um, just casually dropping the fact that I'm scared of Halloween from everybody. <laughs> We've read, they, if the hardcore listeners know this already, this was discussed last Halloweenish time, I think. Right. That's true. Um, that was about scary movies, though. You don't get down with scary movies. You don't get down with scary video games. You don't, no. you don't get down with scary anything. Why do I want to be scared? I've been working so hard in my life to reduce the amount of things that scare me. <laughs> like stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is a, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the final episode on this I guess, I guess, I guess the plus three, uh, upsetting you can, can definitely agree, can definitely apply here. Yeah. Um, let's see. You often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical. I, I didn't answer the social events dress up thing. Oh, uh, um, well, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure how to interpret this. Should I, should I interpret this dress up kind of being, I'm going to go. However I'm, you interpret I, it. I do a plus buddy. two disagree, plus three disagree because I'm not, I'm not dressing up like a, like a, uh, you know, like a, like pretty, a clown or anything like that. I'll do Halloween once. That's it. I don't enjoy it necessarily. Did you do it last year? Last year, um, I was, uh, Pharaoh? I was Pharaoh and Lena was Cleopatra. I'm going to keep my Halloween outfit a secret for this coming year, but I'll tell you later. Okay. You oftentimes spend, uh, you often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical yet intriguing ideas. Oh, most definitely. Oh, what did I just dude. tell you? Every day. Super, super unrealistic and highly impractical, but most very of, intriguing. Most of our GChat conversations are, are that already. Right. Right. You would rather improvise than spend time coming up with a detailed plan. Well, uh, ooh, rather ooh. improvise. I don't know if no, I'd rather do it. No, but that's a hard disagree. I know, that's a hard disagree. I'm going to go with the plus one disagree. That doesn't mean that I improvise. Like I said that I improvise slightly more than I plan in my day-to-day, but I don't think that means I prefer to improvise. It's just what I end up doing. Mm-hmm. I love how this says this is going to take less than 12 minutes. I probably, we've been at this for, for like what, 30 minutes because I can't shut up. Uh, <laughs> you are a relatively reserved and quiet person. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, plus two agree. Clearly not on this podcast because I have to speak, but plus right. two agree on for that one. Oh, I'm sorry that you gotta speak. I have to. It's a requirement. It's a requirement of being a host of a podcast. This is very You gotta true. talk. If you had a business, you would find it very difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees. That's I think plus two agree. Yeah, I'm gonna say plus two agree. I, again, I don't own a business, so maybe I I would feel underperforming. Maybe I'd be very if, upset if with these, that underperforming. If these bros are Get loyal. If these bros are. <laughs> I'd be like Ari Gold, you know, when yeah. uh, when when he fires the dude who who got like with his, the paintball gun. No, no, the one where he the guy like gets like laser eye surgery or something like that, and oh, he's like yeah. trying to impress people by reading letters off the board. And, 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 uh, Ari comes in because he was trying to be like nice and understanding or something the whole episode. He comes in, he's like, yeah, let me see if you can read this. And he just writes, you're fired. And the guy's <laughs> like, I don't understand. He's like, well, in case you're too, unless you, you're, oh, I think it has something to do with his, his 
ears or something because he's like in case your eyes are fucked too i'll just go ahead and say get the fuck out <laughs> yeah and he like winds his arm up and he punches yeah, exactly. the air and he's so excited he's so happy <laughs> the guy's just like what yeah. uh uh you often contemplate the reasons for human existence uh that's a plus two disagree for me i never uh, I'm, that's a, uh, that's I a plus disagree. three agree a plus three agree Oh yeah. No, I never. I'm never thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in the game, man. I can't think about it. Um, <laughs> logic is usually more important than heart when it comes to making important decisions. Uh, that's a plus two agree. That's a plus three agree. Keeping your options open is more important than having a to do list. Uh, that's a that's a plus two agree again. That's a minus. That's a plus one disagree. If your friend kind of have a to do list, yeah, not me. I don't. I don't really do to do lists. Lena doesn't like that about me, so sometimes I try to make a to do list. Yeah. If your friend is is sad about something, you are more likely to offer emotional support than suggest ways to deal with the problem. Depends on what they're sad about. Right. I'm probably a plus one disagree. I yeah, want to help them too. like practically like let's let's how do we how do we get past this? How do we get over this? Right. How do we get through this? Right. It's more helpful. I think so. You rarely feel insecure. Oh, that's a plus two disagree. That's a plus two disagree. Yeah, that's a plus three disagree. I'm always insecure. Uh, you have no difficulties coming up with a personal timetable and sticking to it. No, plus two disagree. Yeah, that's a plus two disagree. I mean, think of how many times we said last match, <laughs> last round. But but Reza, Ray Dom. Rain Sandy, Dom, put your Sandy. pants back on. We going. Sandy, you told me 12 o'clock hard cap. It's 3.30 in the morning. What are we doing? What right. are we doing? We're having fun. <laughs> being being right is more important than being cooperative when it comes to teamwork. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say a plus two disagree. It's a plus two disagree. If it's if it's a team-based thing, you can't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like lead people. You have to, even if you know you're right, you got to lead people to understanding or to, yeah. to believing that this is the right decision. That, uh, that inception, if you will. Yeah, basically. That the 12 angry men, you know? Yeah. Uh, you think that everyone's view, views should be respected regardless of whether or not, whether they're supported by facts or not. Oh, uh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> you must you, be crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you must be crazy. You must be tripping. I think I'm going to say okay to that. Right. You feel more energetic after spending time with a group of people. You know, I, I, I feel it's hard to get me. It's hard to get me to that group of people. But afterward, you do? then afterward, then you feel really good about it and definitely feel more energetic. So I'm going to go ahead and say plus three agree with this one. I'm a plus two agree um, because, you know, I like my me time. Yeah. But like you said, if it's the right people. Yeah. Then you'll definitely, uh, you can definitely feel that. Yeah. Like, uh, recharge. Yeah. I feel like your Friendsgiving, for example, is going to be one of those, one of those events. Oh, I can't wait for that. Um, for you, for you to meet everybody that I've been talking about for years. Right. Um, and they're excited to meet you. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah. Uh, you frequently misplace your things. That's a disagree. Plus agree. You, you, you misplace your things. Oh. Really? When I was in Sweden, I forgot my wallet like two oh, out yeah, of like that. all the time. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry, I forgot my wallet again. I'm saying plus three disagree. That doesn't mean I've never misplaced a thing, but I generally don't misplace things. Generally. All right. What's next? You see yourself as very emotionally stable. I'm gonna say plus one agree. 
Yeah, I'm plus one agree. I'm not about. I don't think I'm super stable. Your mind is always buzzing with unexplored ideas and plans. Not yep. always, but it is. I'll say plus one agree. I'm plus three agree. You would not call yourself a dreamer. I am a dreamer, so disagree. I am a dreamer, but not a heavy dreamer. Again, have those. You just said you were gonna fight off a ship. That's like every that. <laughs> that was like this is daydream in a boring class. All right. Okay. This is not like a sitting at my desk doing work and and dreaming about the future or dreaming about somebody kicking the door of my, uh, my right. office. You're right. You're right. What know? was I? What was I thinking? <laughs> I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. You usually find it difficult to relax when talking in front of many people. Um, I'm a plus two disagree. I yeah exactly. I find it I find it hard to. The hardest part about a presentation or talking in front of many people is actually starting. But as soon as you start, for me at least, as soon as I start, I just got kind of get into the rhythm. I get into the flow, especially if I'm well, if I'm especially if I'm well prepared. Then it's just kind of nothing when you're up there. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking, you rely more on your experience than your imagination. Uh, plus two agree. Yeah, I want to say plus two agree. You worry too much about what other people think. I'll plus say, three I'll agree. Say plus one agree. I'm always worried. I'm always worried. <laughs> if the room is full, do you stay closer to the walls, avoiding the center? Huh. Uh, I've never, I definitely, I definitely stay closer to the walls. I never thought plus about that before. Two agree. I have to get. I have to warm up to get into the center. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm a plus three agree. Really, if I really, uh, yeah. Uh, you have a tendency to procrastinate until there's not enough time to do everything. Plus one agree. I'm a natural procrastinator. It's just like I have I have to fight really hard to not procrastinate. I, I, I do procrastinate, but I tend to not procrastinate to the point where there's not enough time to do everything. I usually procrastinate to the time that there's just enough time to do everything. Okay. I'll have to say a plus one disagree. You feel okay. You feel very anxious in stressful situations. Uh, plus three agree. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a plus two agree. You believe that that it is uh, that is more rewarding to be liked by others than to be powerful. Uh, plus two agree. Yeah, it's a plus two agree. Not a powerful kind of guy. Not a house car, house of cards kind of man. Got to be liked. Yeah, you've always been interested in unconventional and, and ambiguous things, e.g., in books, art, or movies. Plus three agree. I'm gonna say a plus two agree. Um. It should, you know, if if video games were still unconventional and and more, well, they're not ambiguous, but they're they're more unconventional, like they were back in the day. That'd be a plus right. degree, but that they're not so much anymore. The last question: you often you often take initiative in social situations. That's a plus one disagree. Same here. And results. Okay, here we go. Your personality type is defender. I S F J dash T. You're also a defender. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sixty percent introverted. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll read the. So the first the first one is mind. This trait determines how we interact with our environment. It's extroverted, introverted. I'm sixty percent introverted. Um. The next uh, trait is energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. I'm more 52% observant uh, mm-hmm. and 48% intuitive. So that one's pretty 50-50. Uh, 
nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. 44% thinking, 56% feeling. Interesting. No, it's kind of interesting. That's not what I expected on that one. I want to, I want you to read like the, uh, the overviews and like the strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. Okay. So then the last two tactics, this trait affects how we approach our work, planning and decision making, 59% judging, 41% prospecting. And finally, identity. This trait underpins all others, uh, showing how we, co- how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. 39% assertive, 61% turbulent. Nice. Um, so let's see. Why is this all gray? Hold on. Ah, oh, I gotta start reading. So, uh, the ISFJ personality type is, qu- is quite unique as many of their qualities defy the definition of their individual traits. Though possessing the feeling trait, ISFJs have excellent and an excellent analytical abilities. Through introverted, oh. or though introverted, they have well-developed people skills and robust social relationships. Boom. And, and though they are judging type, uh, ISFJs are often receptive to change and new ideas. As with so many things, people with the ISFJ personality type are more than the sum of their parts, and it is the way they use these strengths that defines who they are. Uh, ISFJs are true altruists, <laughs> meeting, meeting kindness with kindness in excess and engaging the work and people they believe in with enthusiasm and generosity. Uh, there's hardly a better type to make up such a large proportion of a population, nearly 13%. Combining the best of tradition and the desire to do good, IS- ISFJs are found in lines of work with a sense of history behind them, such as medicine, academics, and charitable social work. Oh, I guess that makes sense. ISFJ's person, ISFJ personalities, especially the turbulent ones, are often meticulous to the point of perfectionism. And though they procrastinate, they can always be relied on to get the job done on time. ISFJs can, uh, they take their responsibilities personally, consistently going above and beyond, doing everything they can exceed to, uh, everything they can, they can to exceed expectations and delight others at work and at home. Uh, we must be seen as, uh, to be believed. The challenge for ISFJs is ensuring that what they do is noticed. They have a tendency mm-hmm. to underplay their accomplishments. And while their kindness is often respected, more cynical and selfish people are likely to take advantage of ISFJs' dedication and humbleness by pushing them to work and then taking the credits. ISFJs need to know when to say no and stand up for themselves if they are to maintain their confidence and enthusiasm. Naturally social... Uh, an odd, an odd quality for introverts. ISFJs utilize excellent memories, not to retain data and trivia, but to remember people and the details about their lives. When it comes to gift giving, ISFJs have no equal, using their imagination and natural sensitivity to express their generosity in ways that touch people's hearts, uh, or touch the hearts of the recipients. While this is certainly true, uh, of their coworkers, whom people with ISFJ personality types often consider their personal friends, it is in family that their expressions of affection fully bloom. There it is. And then the final uh, section, if I, if, if I can protect you, I will. ISFJ personalities are a wonderful group of people, rarely sitting idle while a worthy cause remains unfinished. ISFJ's ability to connect with others on an intimate level is unrivaled among introverts, introverts, and the joy they experience is using their, those connections to maintain a supportive, happy family is a, is a gift for everyone involved. They may never be fully comfortable in the spotlight and may feel guilty taking due credit for team efforts, but if they can ensure that their efforts are recognized, ISFJs are likely to feel a level of satisfaction in what they do, 
uh, and, and, and what they do that many other personality types can only dream of. And defenders you may know, Halle Berry, Vin Diesel, Beyonce, and Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, Go more. on to your strengths and weaknesses. Ah, uh, yeah, strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Yeah, we'll finish. We'll sort of like do like a couple more of these categories, and I'll just do me. Okay. So I'll just read the I'll read the the bullet points, just the highlights, and I'll I'll leave the the explanations. So, yeah. Um, ISFJ strength: supportive, reliable, and patient; imaginative and observant; enthusiastic, loyal, and hardworking; good practical skills. The weaknesses: humble and shy take things too personally, repress their feelings, overload themselves, reluctant to change, and too altruistic. Do you agree with that? Yeah, it sounds pretty it sounds pretty accurate. Um go on to like the uh, the relationship stuff. Uh romantic relationships. Okay. Boom. What the people came for. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to romantic relationships, ISFJ's kindness grows into a joy that is found only in taking care of their family and home and being there and being there for emotional and, and practical support whenever it's needed. Home is where the heart is for people with the ISFJ personality type and in no other area of their lives do they strive with such dedication to create the harmony and beauty they wish to see in the world. The trouble is these are the benefits of an established long-term relationship and ISFJ's unbearable shyness means it can take long. Uh, it can take a long time to reach this point. ISFJs are most attractive when they are simply being themselves in a comfortable environment such as work, where their natural flow shows their this kindness and dedication. Relationships built on the established f familiarity are, are a warm prospect for ISFJs. They take dating seriously and only enter into relationships that have a, la a chance of lasting a lifetime. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, ISFJ's shyness and sensitivity sh uh, shield what are, beneath the surface, incredibly strong fe feelings. While not always obvious to others, the river of emotion can't be taken lightly of, or t or can't be taken lightly or for granted. ISFJ personalities can value the idea of committed romance as long, uh, almost as highly as some regard religious beliefs. Hard as it may be, if either dating if if either dating partner doubts their feelings, they must part ways before real emotional damage is done. As their relationships do progress, ISFJs often continue to struggle with emotional expression. But they have the opportunity to let the physical affection stand in for their loving words. People with this personality type take no greater joy than in pleasing others, often even considering this as a personal duty. And this applies to intimacy as well. While dutiful sex may not sound especially attractive in those specific terms, intimacy is tremendously important to ISFJs, and they spend and they spare no effort in this department. Nor is the pleasure they take in ensuring their partner's happiness limited to the bedroom. Uh, ISFJ spend an enormous amount of time and energy finding ways to keep the relationship satisfying for their partners. All they ask in return is commitment, love, and perhaps most of all, appreciation. Like all uh, the best families, we have our disagreements. However, not everyone is prepared to pay even the small price for the benefit of ISFJ's kindness. If their partners aren't willing to it, uh, or, or able to express this thanks, or worse still, are openly critical of their ISFJ partners, they will find that, given time and, pre and pressure, all of those repressed emotions can burst forth in massive verbal attacks that all the future regret, uh, that all the future regret and the world won't blunt. These outbursts are something to watch out for, but the most pervasive issues in ISFJ's relationships is that they can be too easy for their, it can be too easy for their altruism and kindness to be taken advantage of, maybe even without their partners realizing it while leaving ISFJ's own needs and dreams unfulfilled. 
This is something that ISFJ partners and ISFJ personalities themselves must look after if they want to, uh, if they want the sort of long, fulfilling relationships they dream about. Expressing appreciation is often more than just the right words, it's reciprocation. While perfectly capable in the workplace and among friends, ISFJs, ISFJs' true passions lie in taking care of their families, from playing with their children to the mundane needs of the household efforts, uh, ISFJs are, are only too happy to contribute. ISFJs are trustworthy, loyal, loving, and faithful, faithful, and nothing brings them more joy than the commitment of an appreciative and thriving relationship. The best matches are those who share their, their sense, these sensibilities, namely those who share the observant trait with one or two opposing traits to ensure that both partners have room to grow, develop, and help each other along till the end of their days. What do you think? Sounds pretty, sounds pretty accurate for the most part, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you, fun. It's funny you, because like, these are the things, these are the things that like my mom, I think would pick up on the, where she, where she would worry that if, uh, about the person that I would find myself with, if I'd be taken advantage of because I'm trying to please them, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'd be more willing to do to do things for that person to keep them happy while sacrificing my own happiness. Okay. And I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that fully, but, but that's, but you how, understand that's where she's she, coming from. Yeah. I understand where she's coming from and that's what she like w- worries about the most for me or would worry about the most for me when, when it would come to relationships. Gotcha. Um, I'll read mine okay. up until that point. So I'm in, got the INFJ, the advocate um the infj personality type is very rare making up less than one percent of the population but they nonetheless leave their mark on the world as diplomats they have an inborn sense of idealism and morality but what sets them apart is the accompanying judging trait infjs are not idle dreamers but people capable of taking concrete steps to realize their goals and making a lot lasting positive impact um, they tend to see helping others as their purpose in life, but while people with this personality type can be found engaging in rescue efforts and doing charity work, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not be rescued at all. Help me help you. Uh, INFJs indeed share a very unique combination of traits. Though soft-spoken, they have very strong opinions and will fight tirelessly for an idea they believe in. They are it, they are decisive and strong-willed, but will rarely use energy for personal gain. INFJs will act with creativity, imagination, conviction, and sensitivity not to create advantage, but to create balance. Egalitarianism and karma are very attractive ideas to INFJs, and they tend to believe that nothing would help the world so much as using love and compassion to soften the hearts of tyrants. Wow. Um, live to fight another day. Really, though, it is most important for INFJs to remember to take care of themselves, the passion of their convictions is perfectly capable of carrying them past a breaking point, and if their zeal gets out of hand, they can find themselves exhausted, unhealthy, and stressed. That's definitely true. This becomes especially apparent when INFJs find themselves up against conflict and criticism. Their sensitivity forces them to do everything they can to evade these seemingly personal attacks, but when the circumstances are unavoidable, they can fight back in highly irrational, unhelpful ways. That's also true. Interesting. Yeah, to INFJs, yeah, I take a lot of so many things personally. Um, to INFJs, the world is a place full of inequality, but it doesn't have to be. No other personality type is better suited to create a movement to right or wrong, no matter how big or small. INFJs just need to remember that while they're busy taking on the world, they need to take care of themselves. Let's talk about strengths and weaknesses, and I'll just like, like you, I'll sort of just read the high bullet points. 
So the strengths are creative, insightful, inspiring and convincing, decisive, determined and passionate, altruistic. My weaknesses are sensitive, extremely private, perfectionistic, always need to have a cause, can burn out easily. So true. I am extreme. I'm, I'm so private about everything. Um, I like, but that depends though. Cause if I'm a, if you're a good friend of mine, then I'm like an open book. Right, right. But if I'm like with women in relationships, I am extremely private, which is a very interesting way to be wired. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Burn out quickly. Oh yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel that? Yep. Okay. I, I burn out very quickly. Um, and that's sort of the thing that spurs me to need to take a vacation somewhere or try something new or like do something new at the gym i definitely burn out very quickly okay romantic relationships when it comes to romantic relationships infjs take the process of finding a partner seriously like swiping right on tinder (laughs) (laughs) not ones for casual encounters lies people with the infj personality type instead look for depth and meaning in their relationships they will take the time necessary to find someone they truly connect with. Once they found that someone, their relationships will reach a level of depth and sincerity that most people can only dream of. But getting to that point can sometimes be a challenge for potential partners, especially if they are the impatient type, as INFJs are often perfectionistic and picky. Very true. People with this personality type aren't easily talked into something they don't want. Very true. And if someone doesn't pick up on that, it's a trespass that is unlikely to be forgiven, particularly in the early stages of dating. So true. Even worse is if a suitor tries to resort to manipulation or lying, as I will see right through it, and if there's anything they have a poor tolerance for in a relationship, it is authenticity. That's very true. Um, INFJs will go out of their way to seek out people who share the desire for authenticity and out of their way to avoid those who don't, especially when looking for a partner. All that being said, INFJs often have the advantage of of desirability. They're warm, friendly, caring, and insightful. Seeing past facades and the obvious to understand others' thoughts and emotions. INFJs are are enthusiastic in their relationships, and there's a sense of wisdom behind their spontaneity, allowing them to pleasantly surprise their partners again and again. I think certain people would say yes to that. INFJs aren't afraid to show their love, and they feel it unconditionally, creating a depth to the relationship that can hardly be described in conventional terms. Relationships with INFJs are not for the uncommitted or the shallow. When it comes to intimacy, INFJs look for a connection that goes beyond the physical, embracing the emotional, even spiritual connection they have with their partner. I don't know about spiritual. I was going to say, how do you feel with the spiritual part? Yeah. All right. Let's let's just smoke that real quick. People with the INFJ personality types are passionate partners and see intimacy as a way to express their love and to make their partners happy. INFJs cherish not just the act of being in a relationship, but what it means to become one with another person. See friendships. Did you do friendships? No, I didn't do friendships. Uh, let me just quickly speed. Uh, let me let me just do it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Closed book long. and yeah, speed reader. Uh, challenge to get to know INFJs as they are very private, even enigmatic. They don't readily share their thoughts and feelings, not unless they are comfortable. And since those thoughts and feelings are the basis for friendships, for INFJs, it can take a time and persistence to get to know them. That's very true. Like, I only share with you i share with you more than i share with other people and even then it can be like very vulnerable things that i share with you you know what i mean yeah 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 um let's see often professionistic like finding needle in a haystack further complicating things are 
INFJs' eloquence and persuasiveness, which lead to a lot of unwanted attention and popularity. Their quiet, determined idealism and imaginative expression naturally draw influence, and if there's anything INFJs avoid, it's the accumulation of power over others. And the people who are drawn to that type of power, INFJs will find themselves more sought after than they'd ever care to be, making it even more difficult for them to find someone they truly have an affinity with. I guess that makes sense. I do have a lot of, like, acquaintances that I'm, like, like, I have a lot of acquaintances, yeah, but, like, yeah. true, deep friends, I don't have many. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um. What about you? All right, I'll read mine really quickly. And then we can just end it after that. Okay. Uh, given how generous ISFJs are with their warm praise and support, it's not surprising that others enjoy their company enough to call them friends. The challenge is to be considered a friend back. People with ISFJ personality type are shy and a little protective of themselves, but they also need to be able to connect on a deeper emotional level. It makes sense that most ISFJs' friends are are made not by random encounters or a wild night out, but through comfortable and consistent contact, as in class or a workplace where they have the time to get to know each other little by little. ISFJs need a lot of positive feedback, and admiring this need certainly shows some uh, vulnerability. But if that if that vulnerability is well handled, it creates the deep bond that ISFJ personalities uh, typically look for. If badly handled or not reciprocated, it's hard to see the burgeoning of friendship surviving without uh, quite a bit of extra effort. Yet, as their friendship develops, ISFJ's sense of loyalty may push them to lean uh, even or ever more on themselves to meet friends or their friends' needs to the point of neglecting their own. I see. ISFJs shows this this uh, in a few in a few ways, from going clearly out of the way to stick uh, to even trivial commitments to simply not wanting to disagree or say no out of fear of causing turbulence. More cynical types would call this naive and may even take take advantage of the ISFJ's altruism, but these are hardly the type of people who would be called friends, and they have no business being discussed here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> to what greater inspiration and counsel can we turn? The real friends, those close inner circles, are the ones ISFJs truly cherish for their quality of character and quality of discussion. Strangely, for an observant type, ISFJs almost always have an intuitive friend among them, despite the uh, the, uh, the implicit communication barriers. It's really not that odd, though. These close friends are who ISFJs discuss deeper, uh, more important matters with, and the quality of, of thought that in, that intuitives bring with them uh, gives ISFJs, ISFJs an impression of limitless depth, mystery, and wisdom. People with the ISFJ personality type aren't particularly picky about what personality types they make friends with, at least not initially, but because they prefer so strongly to avoid conflict and miscommunication, most of their friends end up being fairly similar types fellow introverted and extroverted feeling sentinels, ISFJ or ESFJ. Thinking types are simply too critical and perspective types are too unreliable to really be able to provide and receive the kind of support and affinity that ISFJs look for. That's interesting. That's the end of it, by the way. No, I'm just sort of react, like listening and, and feeling about that. That's very interesting. Yeah, right? So you were in... What were you? ISFJ, defender. ISFJ, and I'm INFJ. Very interesting. Yeah, right. Very interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, it says it says ISFJs almost always have an intuitive friend among them, despite the implicit communication barriers. But, well, I never know what you're talking about, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then that makes sense, though, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this overall? 
it's cool. It was good. Um, I definitely like the breakdown too. It's a lot. The breakdown's fun. Yeah. The breakdown's so, fun. It's definitely a lot to go through. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm yeah. putting my email in so I can get this and see it later on. I would uh, love for you to have Elena do it. Yeah, no, me she's too. Free, and then sort yeah. of compare and contrast. Yeah. Um, it would have been it would have been good if she was available to join this to do it with us at the same time just yeah. to get the but yeah I'll have to I'll have to have her do it yeah next time yeah right um well listen I gotta run all right sounds good this has been fun yeah all right well I'm Reza I'm Sandy thanks so much for listening we'll see you next week. <laughs>